0: We find ourselves today reading from the 18th chapter of Matthew, a difficult verse to hear. So with open minds and open hearts and listening ears, hear these words. Then Peter came to Jesus and he asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother? When he sins against me up to seven times, Jesus answered, I tell you not seven times, but seventy seven times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and he had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. And when the other servants saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said, I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master turned him over to the jailers to be tortured until he could pay back all the debt he owed. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Ever equipping God, as I speak, may you increase and I decrease. May the words you have given me for this message be seeds that rest in our hearts, that we might bear fruit for you here on earth. May I be bold and courageous in speaking what it is you've given me to speak, And may we, as your people, have ears that hear. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a difficult text. And it's difficult, I think, because we think we're good people. How many are good people? Raise your hand. It's okay. Raise your hand. Because genuinely, we look to ourselves and we think we're good people. But then we hear that question. How many times do I have to forgive my brother when he sins against me? And I think Peter's being real optimistic when he says seven times. How many of you would forgive someone who's offended you seven times? I see lots of smirks out there in the crowd. Mm, Maybe not so much. Once. Shame on me, you know, right? Twice seven seven times how many days did it take to create the earth six and it rested on the seventh if you don't know biblical numbers seventh is perfection and then 77 yeah figure that one out how many times how many times does god want us to forgive to forgive one another it's a huge issue in our society Families break apart because we can't forgive one another. Relationships, best friends are lost because we can't forgive one. We have expectations of one another and we lose our relationship when somebody falls below that expectation. Any of you been there? You fall below somebody's expectation and you want forgiveness, but it ruins your whole relationship. It ruins the whole relationship. Can you imagine how Peter felt? I don't know what was pressuring on his mind or or what condition he was wrestling with. But he wanted to know how many times he had to forgive his brother or his sister. Something was eating at Peter. How many of you have something eating at you that's wrestling with somebody else and whether you're really going to forgive them? God says... There is no sin too great for you to forgive. Do you know that? Listen to the parable. The servant owed 10,000 talents. Right? 10,000 talents. Do you know how big a talent was? It's 6,000 denarii. Do you know how big a denarius is? A denarius is it's one day's wages. Okay? 6 Hundred million days wages he owed the master. Figure that one up. That's how big the load he was carrying when he went to the master. How many of you have something you're carrying or you have a relationship that's weighing on you and it's weighing on you that heavy? 600 million. He was carrying. He could have never paid that debt in his lifetime. Never. Never paid the debt in his lifetime could he have paid that debt that debt was bigger than some national country's debt than their national debt some country's national debt that's how big we're talking about that when the master called the servant forward and all the servant did was say be patient with me basically what he said was have mercy on me anybody ever come to you and say have mercy on me please forgive me i'm sorry and they're not carrying near the dead. Near the dead. And the master who wanted to punish the servant said, okay. Deal. Deal. You want this? You've got it. How many of us ask God for forgiveness? You ever ask God for forgiveness? Daily, three times a day, ten times a day. You know, I've got a friend that watches football. He needs to ask God for forgiveness about every minute. Right. I finally had to tell him one day, dude, it's just a game. Would you quit? Right. We get so worked up in our lives about being offended or offending someone else. And then we go before God and it's about us. It's about us. And God says what? Deal. We are a family of disciples growing in God's grace. That's a commitment we've made with our God. When we accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, what did we accept? Grace. Exactly what the first servant accepted. Grace. I mean, that was a huge debt that was forgiven, and he accepted that grace from his master. It's what we do when we accept Jesus as as the savior of our lives. God gives us grace so that we can walk forward in this world. And here's the most important thing about this parable. How do you use that? How do you carry grace? How is grace reflected in your life? Seriously. How is grace? reflected in your life it's forgiveness you ask to be forgiven and you know what god's already forgiven you did you know that if you'll just go down on your knees sit in your chair wherever you're at and you pray to god and you know there's something eating at you that wasn't holy that you didn't do i mean something holy unholy god just forgive me i'm sorry and with a repentant heart you come before god and you ask for forgiveness done done because the important thing about relationship with jesus is about you about you admitting who you are that you can't live into god's grace without the help of Jesus' sacrifice you can't make it to that moment you can't give grace to others unless you've received the grace through jesus christ from god and we as people of god have to be accountable for who we are god i've offended somebody today I'll lay in bed at night, drives my wife crazy. Hey, honey. What? Because she's like 10 o'clock, her light shut off. She's done. I'm laying there, my mind's going review of the day, right? Hey honey, you know when I said that to Ronnie today? You know what I said? You think he's you think that offended him? Do you think he took that the wrong way? You need y'all do that? And Ronnie, I'm just using you as an example. Right? I mean, do we do that? I I go over it over and over again. And she says, honey, it was fine. Did he get mad? Honey, I mean, she assures me that everything's okay. How many of us do that with God's grace? We ask God for forgiveness and then we say, oh, are we really forgiven? 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 Did you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Yes, you did. Then you are forgiven forgiven you are forgiven and what you do with that forgiveness is how you witness to the gospel of jesus christ do you hear that what you do with that forgiveness is how your witness is to the world before jesus christ father forgive me okay you're forgiven now go and forgive others uh. right What did he do? He left being forgiven and he walked right out and found a man who owed him a hundred denarii. You want to weigh the amount of debt? The man who's forgiven was debt was so many times larger than the one he went and sought out and choked him and grabbed him up and said, you owe me. How many of us do that? I heard what you said about me. I see the way you treated my child. I know how you treated him at work. Blah, 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 blah. We want forgiveness from God, but I'll be darned if we're going to forgive anybody else. Will you call me that name? I'll never forgive you. You treated my sister horribly. I'll never forgive you. I mean, can we go on and on and on? God asks us to take the gift we've received and, and use that gift of grace to use it, give it away. It's not ours to have anyway. Grace is something that flows from God to us and out to others. When we say we want to be a vessel, we want to be a vessel. And the vessel is about taking grace from one place to another. When someone comes to us and says, man, I need your forgiveness. I need your forgiveness. Do you immediately go on the defensive? Not going to hurt me again. Mm -mm. No, sorry. I'm done with you. You ever use that phrase? I'm done with you. Takes me a long time to get mad. But boy, when I do. Done. Any of you like that? I got a hair trigger. I just get mad, get over it and I'm gone. Right. But there are people in this world. They get mad at you and they're done with you. Done with you. Not forgiven. They don't know anything. Mm -mm. We're through. But yet. We seek forgiveness from God, but we can't pass it on. That's exactly who the servant was. He walked away from God with the blessing that God had given him, and he went and he was angry with the servant who owed him a little. Minuscule things in our lives we keep from having relationship with others because somebody has wounded us. And we don't want to forgive them. We don't want to forgive them. Now, there are wounds in our lives that we need to forgive. Let me caution you on this. There are wounds in our lives that we need to forgive from a distance. Okay? Abuse, you need to forgive from a distance. Right? Any kind of violence in your life, you need to forgive from a distance. And here's why you need to forgive that. Okay? Here's why we need to forgive. Because we're not strong. We are not strong people. We need God. And we need God to carry all of those burdens. Because the longer you carry that grudge, the longer you carry that woundedness, the longer you carry that offense, you'll be bound up by it. It will define you. It will control you. It will direct your life. You will follow it. It 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 will take you down a path. Of hatred, it'll take you down a path of self-destruction. It will take you down a path where you hold a grudge against humanity eventually because somebody wronged you. And you need to forgive that. Not for them, but you need to forgive that so that you can live into who it is God's making you to be. So that you can take that grace and you can offer it to somebody else. You don't have to reconcile with them. Please hear me say that. You do not have to reconcile Though with those who have wounded you. But you do have to forgive. Because forgiveness is about you. It's about you being the vessel God made you to be. If you deny forgiveness, then you're denying the work of God in your life. And you can't bear that pain. God asks us to forgive like we have been forgiven. Love one another. As you have loved yourself, right? You can't love yourself if you're carrying around the wounds of your life. And you're allowing those wounds to control who you are. When we work from our woundedness, all we do is damage other people's lives. So we need to forgive that person, as hard as it is. Write them a letter, do something. You don't have to mail it, but you need to forgive those who've wounded you so that you can be a vessel of God you can release that from your life and you don't that's that's exactly what the master did he released the servant from the debt when you forgive somebody you release that woundedness from your life and you say it's gone and that way you can continue to grow in the grace of God and love one another you can accept God's grace and you can offer it to others because God expects us to be forgiven but yet to take that forgiveness and offer it to others. That's what the story of the Gospels is about. That we need to be like the master was. I struggle with the end of the text. I struggle with the fact that the servant goes out and he grabs a servant who is lower than him. And he berates that servant. And then in the end. God takes back God's forgiveness. I'm not sure that's true or accurate because I'm not sure Matthew meant that to be God in that parable. What he meant was that we have to be accountable for our righteousness because there are, there's going to be a time when we're accountable before our God for how we changed other people's lives. And if we will allow ourselves to receive God's grace and be forgiven, then we can walk into the world and we can forgive others. We can forgive others. Anybody have somebody you need to forgive? I mean, we've just been talking a little bit about forgiveness and and I can think of people I need to forgive. You know, I had an incident one time where there was a person who who I was very angry with, very angry with. And I, I came to the realization at a worship one time that that was blocking who I was in God. And I needed to forgive that person. And I was carrying that pain in my life. For years and years and years and years. And the spirit moved on me, said, you need to forgive this person. And you know what? I, I bowed in prayer right there in that worship service. And I said, God, I don't even know how to do this. It's been so much big a part of my life that I don't know how to forgive it and move on. Right? I mean, that's what we do. We carry our baggage so often and so so familiar with it. It's like putting our clothes on. We take our woundedness with us wherever we go. And I I said, God, I don't know how to do this. And I just said, okay, I forgive. I forgive. And do you know, three days later, that person called me with some of the biggest news I've ever received in my life. And I'm going to tell you this much. I would not have answered that phone. I wouldn't have. I would have seen the num the number, and I would have gone boop, and I wouldn't have answered that phone. But that person called me with some of the biggest news I've ever received in my life. Only because I had forgiven that person was able to say, "Okay, right." We have to forgive others, so that we can extend grace and live into the life God is calling us to live into. That news changed my life. It changed who I am. It changed lots of things in my life. But had I not been willing to forgive the person for the woundedness of the past, I would have never been able to receive that news with the right heart and process the news and move into who it is God was shaping me to be. But then there's another hurdle we face in forgiveness. God forgives us. God asks us to forgive others. But then there's another huge, huge hurdle that we in forgiveness forget about. You're a person of God. You've claimed Jesus as your Savior. You've gone to your reconciliation service with God, wherever that may be, whether it's your recliner or wherever it is you meet God, whether it's the bed in the morning or the bathroom or wherever you meet God and you say, God, this is who I am. And I'm sorry for the times I've denied you in my life. And the spirit breathes on you. Beautiful child. Go into the world and know that you are loved. And you are forgiven. And we go into the world and we walk around the world and we, and we see people who've offended us and, you, and the Spirit moves us and says, you might need to forgive her. And you go and you make things right with that person and, and the Spirit breathes upon you and says, beautiful child, go into the world and make things right. Be the violet who sheds her odor on the heel that crushes her, says Mark Twain, when he talks about forgiveness. Be the violet who sheds her odor on the heel that crushes her. Go into the world and share grace. And all the time we walk through the world being a Christian, being the person God's made us to be. But then we look in the mirror. And we don't forgive ourselves. Biggest hurdle in a relationship with God is right here. God asks you to receive your forgiveness. God asks you to go into the world and forgive others when they offend you. God asks you to love others as you love yourself. You must. Please hear me say this. You must forgive yourself. Anytime you've offended someone else, anytime you've caused havoc in your relationship, anytime you've wrecked somebody else's world, anytime you know you need forgiveness and you receive forgiveness for God, forgive yourself. The greatest hurdle that holds people back from being who it is, from being a family of disciples growing in God's grace is we don't forgive ourselves. We don't receive that gift from God. We say, okay, thanks, God, and we go on and we carry that around with us. But the minute you're able to forgive yourself for the damage you've done in other people's lives and honestly forgive yourself, forgiveness is you walk away, not from the relationship. You walk away from the damage. You own it, you repent against it, and you walk away from it. It no longer controls who you are. When you give yourself the ability to forgive yourself, you can begin to be a new person. But until you forgive yourself, you can't do that. You can receive forgiveness from God, you can forgive others, but if you can't forgive yourself, you're going to stay right in your own mud puddle because you won't let yourself grow. You won't let yourself be who it is God wants you to be because you're afraid of the damage you've done is going to happen again in your life. You're afraid you can't, you're doubting who it is, who Jesus is in your life. If you can't forgive yourself, you know what you're saying to God? That gift of grace was worthless. Because I'm controlling my future. We're the people of God. And if we're going to accept grace through Jesus Christ, then we have to allow ourselves to receive forgiveness, forgive others, and most of all, forgive ourselves. This world's begging. Begging. For people to be real. They're begging for people to be real. They're begging for people to have uncomfortable conversations to break down bridges. We're begging to be able to be in society again and love one another as God has loved us. Love one another. But we have to forgive one another, and it starts with forgiving ourselves. Lay down who you were and become who it is God wants you to be. Let your fragrance go into the world. How will others know what true forgiveness is if you can't forgive yourself? He called me struggling. Struggling. Fired from a job because of dishonesty. Ruined, ruined his reputation, ruined his business, ruined his family. Devout Christian man. Erred in life. And my conversation was, have you been before God? Yep. I've been to the cross. What'd you do with it? I laid it down. Okay. So what's going on? I don't think I'll ever recover. I don't think I'll ever recover. For his exact words. Unforgiveness breeds lost hope. And if we don't have hope in the gospel of Jesus Christ, we've lost our direction in life. God's asking us to go into the world and make a difference. And this world needs us more now than it's ever needed us. The hypersensitivities that are out there, the struggles with relationships because of color, the struggles with political issues that are coming up. I, I pray in so much that we can make it through the political season and still love one another. I really don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're part of the Libertarian Party. I don't care if you're an Independent. What I care about is that you're a child of God. And I pray that everybody can care that way. Go ahead and vote however you want. I'm going to love you the same. All right? But if we're going to go out into the world and make a difference, we have to allow ourselves to come to the foot of the cross. To receive the forgiveness from the master. And then to take that forgiveness into our hearts and forgive ourselves so that we can walk out into the world and we can forgive others when we're offended. If we do that, do you know what we'll have? Peace. True peace. Peace on earth. So this week, get on your knees, seek forgiveness, and walk into the world and forgive others and grow in grace as a disciple of Christ. Amen and amen.